Egyptologist Amaranta. Here's a kiss I chose you to end this list. Women. 97X, The Future of Rock and Roll, and that's The Nails with 88 Lines. Talking Heads from their third album, and Alice in Chains with Rooster. Don't forget, Homebrew this Sunday night at 10.30, chock full of great local artists like the Tiger Lilies, Johnny Smoke, and more. Join your host, Rob Irvin, for Homebrew coming up Sunday Dave. at 10.30 here at 97X, Dave. The Future of Dave. Rock and Roll. Dave. Yeah. Yes, Damien? You're doing uh-huh. it again. No, they're... No what? homebrew, no 97X, no? just a podcast about 97X. I'm sorry, because I'd love to hear Rowdy Rob Irvin play some Johnny Smoke and Tiger Lilies. Man, yeah. they're still doing it. That's good news. They are still they're doing still it. They're still at it. But 97X. And, and we're still doing it at 97X, right? No. We're still doing it at 97X? No, you're, you're not. I think it's a Bob Evans Not's. now. <laughs> no wonder I haven't gotten a paycheck exactly. for a while, exactly. quite some time. But the good news is we do a podcast about those days, and you can find it on most podcast aggregators, and we post them on our website, which is 97xbam.com. And we also have a Gmail. It's 97xwoxy at gmail.com. Occasionally, we'll get some uh, an email from an avid fan of the podcast, of which there are only five. And one of those folks is joining us today, Anthony Hartke. Anthony, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks, Damien. Hey, Dave. So you reached out to us, Anthony, because, hey, you've listened to the podcast. That puts you in very rare company. And then you actually have some ephemera from the station as well, right? I, I do. I do. When uh, when the station finally went uh, kaput, uh, I guess there was a, a clearance. A lot of the vinyl uh, stack went to Shake It Records. Uh, and I happened to be passing through uh, Shake It and went to the basement and found a a, uh, a milk crate bin full of uh, a vinyl with WXY stickers on it, everything sealed up, all, all with the uh, the station, the, the Ultra Core cards and times and dates. And I was like, these guys have got to see this. I'm, I'm sure somebody has, has put the stamp on here because it's back from the 80s. So, Yeah, it's very cool. What, what were some of the albums you have? Oh, the, the one that, that I was super excited about, I uh, got the jam uh, on there because uh, that was, to me... Of my two, I guess, two lifetimes of listening to, to 97X, it was kind of the, the young side. Before I knew anything about music, before I knew about bands, it was just like listening to music. And, and that just song just kind of comes to mind every time I think of the old days of 97X compared to the online days of 97X. Gotcha. So when did you get introduced to 97X? So I found 97X, I was trying to pin down a year, but I, I can't. It was sometime in the 90s. I knew I was in grade school, uh, living on the west side of Cincinnati, um, flipping through, that's right, west side, uh, flipping through the dials just because I was listening to Q102 back in the day, the killer Q, uh, and, uh, and would listen, make mixtapes off the radio with my little cassette recorder uh, off my clock radio. Uh, and so flipped the dials and came across this scratchy little station playing music that just seemed different, seemed interesting. Uh, and so always trying to feel the good just right. I taped up the stereotypical aluminum foil up on the windows trying to get a, a better reception um, and used to listen to it from the bedroom as a kid playing Legos and Matchbox cars and whatnot uh, and then kind of kind of went by the wayside as I got into high school be on the west side uh, uh, all male high school uh, weird music was not necessarily the thing to do <laughs> 
So it kind of drifted away and then ended up coming back as I got into college. Yeah, that's cool. So then when 97X went off the air, you were post-college or you're still in college? So I started at, uh, I joined the Army in 2001, uh, National Guard, uh, came back from base training and, and started at UC in 2002. So I kind of got back into it right about that point in time. That was kind of the whole new, the new British wave coming through, um, big into the strokes at the time. Uh, so that kind of gravitated me back towards 97X, trying to find that music again um, and listen to that so up to 2004 when I was in college. The station went off the air, huge heartbreak, uh, but they came back online, uh, ended up deploying with the Army over to Germany for two years, uh, was listening online from Germany. I was making requests from there, and I actually got them to play uh, 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 It's Not Too Beautiful by Beta Band, which is about a six, seven-minute song or so, depending on the cut. Uh, the mix so that was my my high point of that of uh radio listening at that point in time and then came back back to school and then they went off the air for good to explain a little bit about the vinyl that anthony found we used to buy um i shouldn't say that buy yeah we would go to everybody's records sometimes and and uh buy some additional vinyl or or cds of some uh artist or songs that we didn't have in the library that we felt should have been part of the library but what you found at Shake It Records were most likely vinyl records. I was at the station with the transition from vinyl to CD. So when I first started, probably 30% of our record uh, library was CDs. The rest were vinyl. Um, and we would put stickers on. So like, for example, the jam you got, let's say uh, in the tube at midnight would be the song or whatever. That song would be on there with a little graph paper uh, taped to it, and we would write down the shift and the time that you played it. So, for example, if Damien was coming in after me, he wouldn't play the same song within a couple hours. So that's what that was, was a way for us pre-computer to make sure that we weren't replaying the same song every three hours. So like a lot of other stations would. The, the one question I had about it was the, the ultra-core, hardcore, core. I'm assuming that's that's... I guess kind of the heart of the, of the music station. What exactly do those things mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ultra core would be, let's say in an hour, we would play five ultra core bands, right? Five yeah. ultra core bands in an hour. Yeah. And then uh, um, those would be bands, let's say would be the jam or U2 or the cure, the heart of the uh, of the the format, I guess, for 97X. Replacements would be another one, um, Depeche Mode. And then core bands would be ones that might not have as many albums that were working their way up, let's say the Red Hot Chili Peppers or a band like that. And then, I don't know if you got one, it was called Young Seed. And Young Seeds were bands like Bel Canto or Trip Shakespeare that maybe had two, three albums maximum, or that might be their first album that didn't have anything new, maybe came out a couple years before, uh, that we would still play from. So that's that was the pre-inside uh, the brain of 97X in the 80s and uh, early 90s. Yeah, I mean, somewhat akin to, at, you know, you started out, Anthony, with the killer cue, you know, and, and so almost like most stations would have heavy rotation, medium rotation, and light rotation. Of course, at a top 40 station, like heavy means you're going to hear it every freaking hour and a half. You know, even at our stations, like those ultra core bands, Talking Heads or, you know, U2, R.E.M., things like that, like you're only going to hear them probably once every air shift, you know, because we really 
stress the variety of it, but it was just our way to kind of bucket the different artists and try to have a decent variety between heritage modern rock artist and maybe more emerging modern rock artist. Now, it's great that you're buying vinyl. Do you still buy vinyl? I do. Uh, I will say that uh, throughout the whole pandemic, didn't get COVID, but I did get the disease of finding discogs. And I have spent way too much money <laughs> buying vinyl through discogs. It used to be every time I, I pop by Cincinnati, I live up in Columbus now, I'd pop down there, pick up, stop by Shake It and spend 100, 200 bucks on, on vinyl. Um, and then with, with COVID and having nothing to do, I just burned through money. <laughs> <laughs> no, those are investments, Anthony, investments. In fact, I think we're going to have to have you take your 97X you know, albums that were in the studio and played on air, and we're going to go on Antiques Roadshow and have somebody evaluate those. As, lo- as long as the Antiques Roadshow evaluators know of 97X, I think I get a good price. <laughs> Could you see one of those people going, well, what is this thing from Suicidal Tendencies? <laughs> UltraCore, and it's marked uh, with an 826. What could that mean? Yeah. It means August 26th. <laughs> well, with, with your five listeners, they'll be calling you guys to make sure that they get the, uh, the official rundown. Well, it's very cool that you, you know, like you're still into music. So what, you know, what are you listening to right now? What do you, do you go to Spotify? Where do you go for new music? So living in Columbus, uh, I'll say I'm lucky that we still have independent radio here. Uh, so the, 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 all the tragedy and joy of 97X and the ups and downs and, and losing the station, moving to Columbus, we had at the time, what, CD 101, mm-hmm. uh, they lost their their signal. They had to jump over to CD 1025. Uh, and then just recently, they lost it again. And now they're back to 929 uh, is the new one. So it's still the same station, but just jumping across the dial. And hopefully this is their their final home. And I, I live in German Village, and they're just stones throw away with their big room over there. So that's typically where I go to. Uh, I don't really search too much for new music. Uh, I do have a buddy of mine. Um, I'm ex-Army. He's ex-Marines. We met at UC in the computer lab. Uh, he he had uh, was listening to some some music. It was either the Arctic Monkeys or, or the Strokes or something like that. Can't remember which one. Um, but I was working at the computer lab. I overheard his his uh, his music. I popped over and said, "Hey, if you like this music, you got to listen to 97X. It's, all this stuff is on that station." Uh, and so we bonded over over modern rock. Uh, and to this day, we're we're still best friends. Uh, he has since moved around uh, North Carolina, Marietta, Ohio, down to Texas a couple times. Now he and his wife just are expecting a baby here next month up in New York or New Jersey. So uh, he'll be sending me random songs and, and whatnot all across the spectrum of music. Uh, so the two of us kind of ping pong back and forth, whatever we find. But most of my finds are, are typically from uh, either, either 929 here in Columbus uh, or things I randomly come across um, on Pandora randomly uh, or just things I, I pick up here and there. You're lucky to have, uh, well, now it's CD 92.9. Really, uh, of all the alternative modern rock, whatever they call them now, stations, they're one of only a handful that's still independent. Many of the other ones are now programmed by you know one person or by a computer. So you're lucky they still do a great job. But my other question is, do you still listen to 92.9 on your clock radio? <laughs> no, I've got I've got the, uh, the Sanyo from my dad from the 70s oh, is, uh, is the better. new thing. So between that and then the, and the stereo in the Jeep is our listening habits here. 
But I think that's pretty cool that you, you know, like you picked up on 97X in grade school. I feel like most listeners, it's more the high school era. So you were an early adopter and we appreciate that. I would say that uh, being being a obviously 90s, probably a 10, 11, 12 year old kid, uh, I was definitely way more into music than than anybody I've ever met since at least uh, not so much knowing the histories of the bands and, and the, the goings on and concerts and whatnot, but I didn't get into the whole concert scene, but it was, I could, in the nineties, I could name within three or four notes of the song, call out the band in the song. Um, I've lost that skill because there's so much music nowadays, but there was a, a time there where we'd be driving along and I just call them out just <laughs> as they came on. So a little, a little weird kid, basically. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's very cool. You're, you're attuned to music. So uh, I'm glad you were able to find 97 X and also pretty cool that you have artifacts uh, from the stations within your vinyl collection. 100%. Yeah. All right. A- Anthony, thank you for listening to 97X and thank you for reaching out. We appreciate it when folks uh, send us an email and it's always great to hear these stories about how 97X had a strong, positive impact on their life. Well, I appreciate you guys taking the time uh, on your own time to put this together. It's definitely been a, it's been a refreshing uh, burst of, of nostalgia. <laughs> Uh, in these in these times these days hey i i always tell dave i said you know we're never going to compete with conan o'brien or mark maron for listeners <laughs> but we've made 15 people very happy <laughs> 97x you're a freak with a microphone uh-huh it's not even challenging anymore it's like shooting fish in a barrel isn't that true sphincter boy uh-huh what oh <laughs> rumblings from the big bush <laughs> <laughs>